Welcome to the How Great Events Happen podcast. I'm Cody. And I'm Brooke. And we're coming to you today from our respective home offices in Portland, Oregon. Well, we've got some awesome news coming from CVent, don't we, Brooke? We sure do. As you may already know, our annual user conference, CVent Connect, is all about bringing people together for incredible live experiences. But even though we're not meeting in person this summer, CVent believes in the power of live. So we're excited to announce CVent Connect Virtual. That's right. This two-day event taking place August 25th through the 26th will give you the opportunity to hear directly from industry leaders, such as CVent CEO and founder Reggie Agarwal, and attend any of our 28 live breakout sessions discussing everything from virtual and hybrid events to safety and security to event marketing and program strategy for when in-person events resume. We'll also be hosting virtual meetups and appointments with both CVent and some of our industry partners. And Cody, you want to know what the best part is? What? It's all at no cost to event and hospitality professionals. What, free? That's amazing. I can't wait for the entire meetings and events community to come together. Make sure to secure your spot today by registering at cvent.com podcast and click on the Cvent Connect banner. I cannot wait. Cvent Connect Virtual is coming to everyone this August 25th through 26th. That's cvent.com slash podcast and click on the Cvent Connect banner to register for free today. Today we have Noelle McWilliams and Lauren Allison to help us squash the myth that virtual events are just another boring Zoom call. Yeah, they have some great tips on gamification, engagement, and how to think about networking differently when running a virtual event. That's right. So let's get to the interview with Lauren and Noelle. Lauren and Noelle, thank you so much for joining the podcast. Before we get started, can you briefly just tell us a little bit about how you started at Cvent? Sure. So uh, this is Lauren Allison. I actually started at Cvent in 2014, fresh out of college on the mid-market sales team. Um, and after a few years, I realized I loved our technology and wanted to be even more client-facing, so transitioned over to a role on our meetings and events team. Awesome. And I'm Noelle McWilliams. Uh, my manager of sponsorships here at Cvent. I actually used to work for a uh, not-for-profit organization on the business development team there selling sponsorships for meetings and events. Um, I moved over to Cvent about four years ago and um, really worked closely with our planning team on the execution and selling of sponsorship for our programs. So excited to have you guys here. Um, Noel also is in our Portland office when we're allowed to be in the office, but of course, we're all still working from our home offices. Yes, I cannot wait to see Cody and Brooke. Miss you. We miss you, Noel. <laughs> and it's really great to have you guys here today because this is the third episode in our three part series on virtual events where we're busting some myths. And today, we really want to talk about the misconception that virtual events is just another Zoom call. And I know both of you firmly disagree with that statement and I'm so anxious to hear more about that. So to start that off, as far as the main objectives that our listeners should be thinking about, especially when they're trying to differentiate a virtual event with that kind of run-of-the-mill Zoom call, what are some of those things they should be thinking of? So for me at least when you're thinking about a virtual event, it shouldn't be that much different than an in-person event. You still need a run of show, you still need an event producer and you still need to treat it like this is a marquee experience that your attendees are 
you know, are coming to because they want to learn more about the topic. Um, I think, you know, a misconception is that you just, you don't really need to prepare, which is definitely not the case. You want to have rehearsals, you want to have show callers, and you want to make sure that it's a, a cohesive experience that really showcases your brand to the best of its ability. I agree. Actually, it's it's funny you say that because, um, you know, Steven has been doing these uh, mix and meets every couple of weeks. But I remember when we did the first one, it was sort of like, how do we kind of even start this? And how do we make sure that everything's working correctly? And it was surprising to me, the team that you needed to have in order to execute something like that from a production standpoint, even. Right. And I've been, you know, hosting and moderating those mix and meets. And so I think it was really nice to be able to, to peel back and you have a, a host who's really running the logistics of the room and helping with breakout sessions and is there to answer questions. You have someone who's sharing the content that needs to be shared so you don't have to, you know, fumble with that. And then you have the moderators there to really kind of make sure the conversation is flowing smoothly. Yeah, it's really just kind of thinking about it differently. And I mean, we know it's not an in-person event, but what are some of the ways that we can make our attendees feel like it is as close as possible to an in-person event? So one thing that I think, you know, allows the attendees to really think it's an in-person event is, is making sure that this content, you don't, you're not logging on to watch a webinar. You're, you want to experience you know, th this event. So the content needs to be really engaging and fresh and you need to broadcast it like it's live, you know, have live Q&A or have chat box Q&A that's getting answered and making sure your attendees are staying engaged and sitting at their computers to um, engage with the, the presenters is really important so they're not, you know, walking away during, during the content. Yeah, and I think, you know, to piggyback on what Lauren's saying, I think that's really where this, this new evolution of sponsorship is coming in. You know, how do you break up that content? I actually think attendees are more hungry than ever to almost get kind of a, a video ad in between those speakers or get some sort of, you know, pop-up survey question to just break up that content. And that's really where we're looking at how does sponsorship fit in these virtual events? It's almost like, when you're watching a TV show, right? Like you expect there to be little breaks where you have a little commercial video or, or something like that. This could even be more interactive, which makes me think that hosting these virtual events is closer to TV production than a webinar. Absolutely, as we're kind of looking at, at our pro program just here at, here at Cvent and, and obviously then helping our customers and, and clients and prospects. Um, it is changing. Um, even, you know, our contacts within a lot of organizations that we work with, when they sponsor Cvent Connect, for example, it's almost now, are we working with the advertising group? Are we working with the sponsorship group? So really starting to identify who our persona is in these organizations to, to work with from a sponsorship or advertising point of view. Yeah, definitely. And, and, you know, I was just thinking one of the things that I love about in-person events or even our virtual events is gamification. And I think it's a really cool tactic to make the virtual meeting more engagement. How should our listeners be thinking about gamification with virtual events? So I have seen some really unique ideas of gamification. Anything from if it's a quick networking session to really loosen people up, they asked the attendees to um, talk about the, the craziest quarantine purchase they've made. Um, 
So something like that I think is really unique. Or there are also companies you can work with who can do these quick five-minute icebreakers um, that could tie throughout the entire event. Okay, that is one of my favorite questions. What (laughs) crazy quarantine purchase have you guys made? Oh. Yeah. I want to know. I want to (laughs) know. Oh, this is hard. I definitely purchased a lot of clothing because there are a lot of really good sales. <laughs> but to now I'm all dressed clothes. up with nowhere to go. <laughs> right. Exactly. My so, boring. I'm juggling two under two. So uh, a lot of kids, kids stuff to, to keep uh, everybody entertained. You know, Lauren brings up a good point. And I think that's another area that that people can think through sponsorship ideas. You know, is it a, a virtual mosaic? Is it, you know, how do you engage those attendees to maybe upload a photo of their fun um, quarantine buy into building a mosaic with somebody's logo or something? Um, so I think through gamification, you can also think through new and unique sponsorship opportunities. Yeah, and that mosaic too, does that plug into social media? And is, is there really any advantage to bringing social media into that virtual event experience? Absolutely, absolutely. And I think that's what all of us are trying to figure out, right? How do all these different um, things plug in? How do all different platforms kind of plug into each other to create that, that holistic approach? And I know both of you, and a lot of planners and marketers that are probably listening right now, part of their research is going to other virtual events and seeing what other people are doing. Have you guys seen anything really cool or unique that you might want to share with us? I definitely have been attending a lot of virtual events just to see, you know, all the the cool ideas out there. I think one of the virtual events that really stayed with me and I thought was was such a unique offering. Um, it was a host your own dinner party night. So about a week before the event, they released an ingredient list for a cocktail, an ingredient list for an appetizer, and then things you could find in your backyard to make a centerpiece for a table. And they kind of broke it up into portions. So you made the cocktail first, so you can enjoy the cocktail while you were making your tablescape arrangement. And then you went into making the appetizer um, and it really felt like you were, you know, at a class with these other attendees, but really you were watching it on Instagram live. That is so cool. I would love doing something like that. I think that's such a really creative way to, to get people to be engaged. And um, that's one of the things that I love about going to in-person events is, is the engagement. But one of the other things too, is just networking with other people, other peers. How can event professionals incorporate networking into virtual events? So I think networking um, is always such a huge, huge reason why you go to events. I think some of the best connections you have are the connections you make when you're not trying to make a connection. So ways that I've seen incorporating the networking could be anything as small as registering for a, you know, 30 minute coffee chat if you're interested in talking about you know, new ways to spice up your virtual events or indicating interest in a specific topic and then joining a, it could be a Zoom meeting where you and 20 other people are talking about the the coolest, you know, things you've seen at virtual events, kind of like we're doing here, making sure that you're, you're not just watching and attending content, but you're also getting to interact with other, you know, other attendees of this event, even though it's, you know, computer screen to computer screen instead of face to face. Yeah, and I think that even with some of these virtual platforms, you can start to 
plug in networking into that, even if it's not through Zoom, but even through chat, you know, from a sponsorship point of view, I can imagine, you know, even being able to express interest, almost like reverse lead capture through these virtual platforms could be really valuable. Absolutely. And we're just definitely trying to brainstorm all those unique opportunities. Just obviously at the end of the day, our, our sponsors want leads. So we know that a virtual event isn't a virtual event unless people actually show up, right? And I, part of my role here at Cvent is doing those campaigns. And I know with Cvent Connect Virtual coming up, there's been a lot of discussion about how the promotion changes with a live event versus a virtual event. Do you guys have any insights into that? I definitely think, you know, one thing that's unique with a virtual event is you have to be cognizant of people's time. When you're traveling to Las Vegas, um, you know, being present eight to 8 a.m. to essentially 10 p.m. is is easy because it's what you expect, right? You're going to be walking from breakout session to breakout session. So I think just making sure that you acknowledge in your promotions that it's manageable chunks of time um, is something that's going to be really important because, you know, I don't have children at home, but I know Noelle has two under two. She can't spend eight hours a day sitting in front of her computer screen. There, there are times when you're going to need to be able to be a little flexible. So I think working on those chunks of programming and making those chunks really, um, really something that the attendee wants to experience is going to be huge when you're promoting, promoting the event. Yeah, such good advice. But you guys, it's been so great having you on the podcast. Uh, I got to ask you our favorite question. If you had to leave one takeaway or piece of advice, what would that be? I think one of the the takeaways I would give you is that, you know, I think everyone was really thrown into this virtual events world at the same time, and we're all still learning. And some of the best ideas I've had have been making sure that I ask questions to other people in our industry with what really entices them to join a virtual event or what do they think is the most unique? We're, we're all learning and evolving and I think that's gonna be most important as we continue with this virtual events landscape. I love that, Lauren. And I, for me, it's really, I feel as though I have kept my eyes and ears open more than ever. I, you know, when I, when I sit my two-year-old to watch the, the elephant at the zoo do something, I, I try to think of that and how does how, how can we bring that to life? How can we turn that into something in this new virtual space for the meetings and events industry? I just have been looking at every single opportunity that's come across my way and think how can I apply this to my to my role, to my world, to to the world of sponsorship, to the world of, of event technology. I love that, just that whole gaining inspiration from all different things that are happening because that's what's really cool about events is we're really seeing those, these things being infused into that experience. We've talked, you know, Cody and I have laughed before that I love to gain experience from some of the trashy TV I watch, you know, like going axe throwing was something we might have been able to do before COVID. And I saw some of the housewives doing, it, you know, something like that. So even just the zoo experience, I think is a really good example. And I mean, the subject of today's podcast was just that you know, Zoom meetings are not the same as virtual events. And is there anything you guys want to promote or share with our listeners? Well, of course, Event Connect Virtual taking place in August is going to be, you know, a really world-class event. And we hope everyone can join, um, you know, join us there. But also the Cvent Mix and Meets, I think, still have had some really great conversations coming out of them. And the next one is going to be in July. 
I was hoping you were going to mention both of those. (laughs) (laughs) We'll be there. We'll definitely be there. Well, Lauren and Noel, it's been great having you guys on the podcast. Thank you so much. That was such a great conversation with Noel and Lauren. It's so interesting to hear some of the fun and engaging things that they have seen at virtual events. I agree. I thought it was really interesting to hear Noel's perspective on sponsorships as well. Those commercials are such a great idea. Totally agree. And for our listeners, to get more episodes and exclusive content, head on over to cvent.com slash podcast. And if you want to join us at Cvent Connect Virtual, click on the banner and sign up today. It is totally free. And before you guys know it, we'll have another great episode. So we'll talk to you then. Bye. Bye.